Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees. Today we're gonna to be talking about the most successful TSP investor of all time. Of all time and how you can improve your retirement results and your TSP to get you to where you wanna go. Because we're gonna talk about the person, the federal employee that up to this point has been a normal rank and file employee that has amassed probably the most wealth of all time. We're gonna talk about how she did it, what she did, and the lessons we can learn, because we don't wanna apply everything she did. Okay, let me just let me just say that right now. Not everything she did, you're gonna to wanna to apply, and let's dive right in. So today we're talking about Ann Schneider, okay? That is her name, if I'm pronouncing her last name right, I, I hope I am. But long story short, she lived to the age of 101, and passed away, and she had $22 million in the bank. So, how did she do it? Well, she actually retired in 1944. In 1944, and her salary was never above $5,000 a year. She never got paid more than $5,000 a year. She was an IRS auditor, okay? Now, a little bit about Ann Schneider. So, she, wasn't married, she didn't have any kids, and not a ton of friends. She was extremely frugal, extremely frugal, where she was able to, out of her small salary, she was able to save some, investing it, using the TSP and outside investments, and she kept doing that across her entire 101 years of life, at which point she left, or died with $22 million. Now, they, people talk to, for example, her financial advisor, her broker, the people that helped her with this thing, these things, and they ask, like, okay, how did she use her money? And the answer is, she didn't. She lived off her pension when she retired. She never touched her investments in retirement at all. So, what can we learn from her? Well, the first thing we can learn is how incredibly powerful investing can be over the long term. How incredibly life-changing it can be. When you invest, whatever your salary, when you say, okay, I'm gonna take some of this that I make and save it for my future self and my future family because I wanna make sure they're taken care of it. Let's, let's invest that, let's make it grow for me because it's so crucial to have your money work just as hard, if not harder, than you do every single day in your job. That is the first lesson we can learn from Anne of how incredibly powerful it is just to start investing. Maybe you think, oh, I don't make enough to make a difference. My salary's too small. No, that's not true. What can you do? Focus on that and do that. Lesson number two. What are your financial goals? Is it to live to 101, not, no married, no kids, and to never touch your investments and then to give all your money away? Is that your goal? For some of us, it is. For others, not so much. That's why it's so crucial whenever we talk about money, we have to connect it to, uh, automatically right back to your goals, to your goals. And say, okay, what does that mean for you? What are you working towards? If I said, often, you know, people want a great retirement. That's what people want. But if I told you, hey, you can have the retirement that you want, but you just can't live the way you want for the next 30 years until you retire. No one wants that either. No one wants that. So it's up to you where, of, of course, we could get inspired by Ann's story, like, wow, she accumulated $22 million just by off a small salary, by saving and investing. Awesome, that's incredible. Well, what do you want? What do you want? 
Do you want to enjoy some of your investments in your early retirement? Do you want to go on those trips you want? What, what about enjoying life now? What about doing things now? What about sending your kids to college? What about all the things that you want to do? Now, I'm not trying to not encourage you to save in the TSP in efforts to live now. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you have to be crystal clear of what you're working towards or you may get what you think you want. Maybe it's a million dollars in your TSP. You may get there, but at what cost? Did you give up things that were actually really important to you because you were, you're chasing that number? The number means nothing until we put it in context to your goals. And, and, and I've talked to a lot of people where they come to me like, man, I, I can't retire. I'm like, what, why can't you retire? What, what's going on? They said, no, I can't retire. I'm probably gonna have to work another six, seven, eight, ten 10 years. I don't have a million dollars in my TSP. I don't have half a million or whatever their, their goal is. Sometimes we get a number stuck in our head. So, okay, I can't retire until I have this, this number. I know my coworker retired with a million, so I can't retire until I have a million. Well, is that really what you want? Is that really the best thing for your financial goals? Well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Often when I actually sit down, dig into these people's finances, I realize, hey, you can retire with 600,000. You can retire with way less than a million. You don't need that much. You can retire with a couple hundred thousand. It doesn't matter. You, if you want, you could keep working, but if you want to just replicate and have the retirement income that you are telling me you want, you don't need that much. What are your goals and how do we backtrack that so that, hey, what are you trying to get to in retirement? Is it $22 million that you pass off to, to a charity when you die? Is that your goal? If it is, hey, you better live like Ann Schneider because she did that. Find role models, find people, maybe, maybe a sibling, maybe a friend, maybe find someone where you like how they're doing it. We say, wow, I, they're finding a good balance between living and enjoying life now, but also saving for the future. They're prepared for retirement, but they're not sacrificing everything in between. I feel like most people are gonna land in that camp where they wanna enjoy life now. They don't wanna live you know, super, super poor their entire life just to some, someday retire. We don't want that, at least I don't. And I know the vast majority of people I talk to don't either. It's a balanced approach and you need to find the balance for you. Now, I know when many of you hear the story about Anne and how she died with 22 million, you're like, wow, that is a fluke. You know, maybe she got in at the perfect time. Maybe she was able to time the market perfectly. All these things. And I don't know. I don't know her investment, investment strategy. I really, really don't know. But what we do know is actually in December of 2022, the largest TSP account that was in the TSP at that time was just over 10 million dollars. There's 10 million some hundred thousand, right? So that's a that's a big account. That is a big account. And so we know Ann Schneider, well, she certainly is an anomaly in many ways. People are still doing it. People are amassing massive amounts in the TSP. Now, the person with the 10 million, we don't know if they had a, a 401k at a previous job where their income was sky high and then they then moved everything over to the TSP. We don't know the details. But what we do know is that a couple months into 2022, as many of you know, the TSP has suffered, the stock market has gone down a lot. This federal employee's TSP has gone down by about $2.5 million. So probably what that means, now I, I don't know this person, there's no way to find out who this person is has the $10 million. 
But that is just about how much the C fund has gone down as well. That amount, that percentage drop is how much the C fund had gone down during that time. So if I was a betting man, I'd say, hey, that person with the 10 million, they're invested in the C fund. I, that's my guess. Now I could be wrong. I don't know the person. I haven't asked them, but it, it kind of adds up. It adds up. So I think it's crucial. Another lesson we could, we could take away from Ann Schneider and the $10 million TSP account holder is you have to invest for the long term. And what the long term is, is to invest in the C fund, the S fund, the stock based funds. Now, that doesn't mean you should invest all your money there. Definitely, especially as you approach retirement. I've got a number of videos on how you should be dialing it back. You shouldn't be dialing it back completely. But even at retirement, you have to be retired. You have to be investing for the long term. You have to be. Well, okay, I take that back. You don't have to be, but you're giving up so much retirement. What if inflation goes through the roof, which it has been certainly the last few years? then what does that do if you're only investing in the G fund, which isn't, hasn't been keeping up with inflation? Meaning your money in the TSP is actually losing buying power over time. And over 30 years, that is devastating. Devastating. Now, I know when we hear these massive account, account balances like the, the, the 22 million or the 10 million, those numbers seem so out of reach. Now, let's, let's take it back to 1 million. How many millionaires do we have in the TSP right now? Well, it's just around 100,000 people in the TSP that have a million dollars or more. Now, certainly the market is fluctuating a lot right now, so that number is gonna fluctuate quite a bit, but it's right about there. Now, that's still a minority. That is still a small amount of TSP account holders because there's millions and millions of, of people with TSP accounts. But you have to remember, okay, what are your goals? Is it 5 million, 1 million, 100,000? What is it for you? What is it for you and what will it take for you to retire the way you want? Now, I know it's hard when you're working to say, okay, how much am I gonna have in my TSP in retirement? I don't know, especially the last few months with the market dropping. I thought I knew what I'd kind of have, but wow, I have way less. I'm gonna link a investment calculator below and you can use that calculator to get just a, a general, general idea of how much money you might have in the TSP in retirement. Now, there's gonna be a few inputs you gotta put in, how much you have in your TSP right now. You gotta put in, how much you're putting into the TSP every year, and you gotta put in how much um, growth rate you're gonna assume. Now, it, it's hard to know, it depends how you're investing. Over the last 100 years, the C fund has averaged right around 10%, right? So if you wanna be conservative, start with six, seven, eight, nine, 10%, right in there, depending on how you're investing. Now, if, if you actually go to the TSP website, and you, for example, if you just Google, the G fund average return. You, you, you can get tons of information and see how these different funds have performed over the last, however long they've existed. Those will give you at least a start to what you potentially can expect. And you definitely don't wanna expect the, the highest amount. You wanna dial it back and be conservative in your planning. But at least that'll give you an idea of, okay, Am I, if I, am I contributing enough? Am I doing the best I can? So use that calculator, calculator that will certainly help. But at the end of the day, do the best you can. Do the best you can, save as much as you can, and over time you would thank yourself for it over and over and over again. So I hope that was helpful. If there's any other comments and questions that you have about your TSP, 
getting the most out of your money and retiring confident as a federal employee, put in the comments below. Consider subscribing and joining this incredible community of federal employees trying to get the most out of their money and their life and their retirement. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you next time.